Good evening, guys. Today is day 57 of hashtag my imperfect life. Uh, today is my anniversary of the day I released my very first novel, Struggles of a Dreamer. And uh, it is very exciting, to be honest, because there's so many... There were so many things that I planned, things I wanted to do, the, all of the ideas and dreams that I had for my book when I was writing it and after the publication, excuse me, that I have achieved but also haven't achieved yet in its multitude. And a part of me might be tempted, well, a part of me isn't tempted to feel negative or a bit, um, uh, belittling for not having achieved some of those things but a huge part of me however is very grateful for the man that I have become to be able to achieve even bigger things like for the longest time I've always wanted Tyler Perry to make a movie for my book I have no idea how the heck I was going to do that or if my book wasn't worthy of a movie at the time but I tried and tried and tried. I would send a copy of my novel every single week to Tyler Perry's studio. But every single week, that same copy that I sent the week previous would be returned with a, with a stamp on it that says rejected. And a sign, a finger that's pointing, as in pointing return to sender. And I have a lot of this in my warehouse. Have like I think almost 10 of this I didn't give up but I kind of did give up but for good reason because you know it motivated me to decide to to pursue my own movie to make my own featured film and obviously I don't know how to do that yet nor am I at that phase in my career not yet at least but like I had to go through that to be able to come to that decision and so that's what I mean like had Tyler Perry for example agreed to meet with me I would not be able to sell him on the idea of making a a movie nor would I have my second book nor would I have my third book nor would I have written my my second and my third book and there was no way I could have been able to create and pitch a story that would work but now on the other hand after having written my third book in 2017 July August and I haven't written my second book in 2013 you know years after I was thinking about all this stuff and like uh, what am I saying yeah like years after I started thinking about trying to get Tyler Perry to make a movie like now I actually have a story. Mind you, I started to send those um, book copies to Tyler Perry in 2014 when I was living downtown, uh, Lakeshore Bathurst area. I would go to this shop, this drug man, and they knew me. They're like, oh, so you're sending to Oprah today? Yeah, yeah, And then I'm sending to Tyler Perry. I was sent to Oprah, Tyler Perry. Anyway, so... 
it was always rejected and nobody didn't really care. But I needed to go through it to be able to be the man that I am, to be able to achieve what I want to achieve. But I'm still I'm kind of losing my point here. But um, as I proceeded with all of the hard work and all of the struggles and everything else that I needed to do, I was slowly becoming the person that I needed to be to be able to do these things. So in reality, I feel like the first, the first almost, uh, the first almost decade of my career has been dedicated to me just being uh, hardworking, persistent, and really being in in battle school, like busting my ass every single time, knocking on doors, selling my books door to door, you know, standing in chapters, and I'm still standing in chapters at this point in my career, but like, uh, like, I feel like I needed to go through all of that to be able to understand the full extent of my story, or at least start to understand the full extent of my story, of my story, and to really be able to to share my story successfully because when I first started out I had no idea what the heck my story was I knew what it was but I didn't really know how to tell it but now I can tell my story very comfortably without even flinching and I can speak it confidently because I understand my story but I needed to go through the punishing situation door to door and all the rejections and everything else to be able to be the man that I am now so in gratitude and in being able to share with you guys this day of the anniversary of having released my first book, which I wrote in 2009. So in reality, it's been 10 years now, the first decade of my career when I first put pen to paper to write my book and I released the book and be where I am right now. I want to share with you guys the one and the most important lesson I've ever learned. Not five lessons, not 10, just one. And is this, just believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Because when you believe in yourself, everything just rallies around you, man. When you believe in yourself, you believe in your dreams. When you believe in your dreams, you believe, um, you persist. When you persist, you realize your dreams. But that persistence and the realization, that's the, that's the catch. That's where they say never give up. When you give up, you don't really know. You don't get to go through the full extent of that training that you need to experience to be able to achieve the goal that you seek, big or small, whatever it is that, that you are seeking. But you got to persist to achieve your dreams. And that persistence can last anywhere like so far for me it's 10 years I've achieved a lot of success so far I'm not a millionaire yet I don't own a Lamborghini or whatever not saying Lamborghini is a measure of success but for me full satisfaction every single day you wake up is a measure of success in my opinion but Lamborghini is just a bonus honestly it's just a bonus a trophy on the shelf to be honest I couldn't care less about the car for me, it's just the ability to buy the car and be able to drive it for myself. Everything else is just a residual effect, but I digress. You know, my point is, 
when you persist, when you persist, when you persist, doesn't matter how long it takes when you persist, that's the process, that's the realization process, that's where the story happens, and that's where the journey happens, and that's where you get to experience all the awesome memories. Yes, you can have all the money, but like, honestly, if you got the money without the story, it's just an empty cup on the shelf, man. That's it. You might as well have picked that cup of uh, cup up from a thrift shop or like something, or somebody just gave it to you as in the case of a lottery winner or whatever. But like, not negating the life of a lottery winner. That's not my business to judge. But the point is this: when you have a cup that's on your shelf that you put there by yourself out of your own hard work. That means you went to the mine, you mined the ore, and then you beat the cannolis out of it, and then you heat it up, you got the bruises here and there on your wrist, and then you have, you know, the sparks flying up from the metal, um, just hitting you in the face, and all of a sudden you have freaking scars on your face from all the metals and all the heat, your skin is docking, and you're dirty, you're coughing, you're sweating, now you put that shelf after it has been well formed and cooled and polished and designed with your name and initial on it or your family's name and initial or somebody else's name and initial and you have that on your shelf. If you get the difference in what I'm saying in a shelf that contains, that holds a cup that you struggle to mind and burnt your way through creating versus um, a shelf that holds a cup that you found somewhere. That's the difference between persistence and the realization process of a dream. And this is where I'm at. I'm making my own cup and in doing so, be able to share that cup with other people so that they can drink water from that cup. Not only does it come with gratification in being able to realize your dream, but gratification in, able to, in being able to share your dreams with other people because they can be hydrated and go for their dreams. I hope you follow my analogy here. If you don't, rewind this and play it again. I am not going to repeat myself because this is a one-way train. But hashtag blessed. I really am grateful. Incredibly. I started out writing my book. I had no idea how I was going to write it, what the book was going to be about, to actually sit in on my parents' dining table day in, day out. Well, night in, night out, while everybody slept. I just wrote what came to me. I prayed a lot. And my prayers got answered. I wrote a book. I wrote a freaking book, man. And here I am. I wrote the book in 20, at 21 years old. And here I am, 30, still going strong. Like, I don't know what else to say, but that I'm grateful. I've written a second book. I've proven to myself that it isn't a fluke. And I've written a third book. The first book took me a year to write. The second book took me 30 days. I wrote 10 pages a day for 30 days. I had no life. And the third book took me 35 days. It is my longest book yet. About 126,000 words. And I wrote for 10, 12 hours a day, consistently for 35 days. And I was staying in my home for hours, at a, for days at a time, just working on it. So just take it from me. Choose what you want 
choose what it is you want and work on it like your life depends on it. Because in reality, it does, man. Because if you don't work hard at it, nobody's going to do it. And the world will not rally around you until they start to see results. And it is at that point that you get to state your price. And the world will gladly pay it. Hence, all of the successful and wealthy people that we know of and see and admire today. That's all I have to say. Thanks for listening. This has been day 57 of My Perfect Life. Strugglesofadreamer.com is my website. Kindly get yourself a signed copy of a novel. And um, yeah, if you're there, get yourself a sec- the second one as well, Tunde. So you don't have to worry about paying another shipping just so you can have the book. And besides, who am I to make you wait another couple of days before you get another book to read? The second book. Alright, well, see you tomorrow.